Uh, your last few years uh, before you got your big news custody of your child, you got you you went through a crowdfunding kind of thing. Yeah, I did. Well, okay. So let me explain that. That is for me. Is wow. I mean, I'm so happy. There's so many loving and caring people out there. I exactly. It's wonderful, and and that actually, for me, that that was two things there. That one, of course, it provided the funds for me to be able to continue on to fight. But two, it gave me a moral boost, and it made me feel so blessed and so loved, and it made me yeah. it, it, it re-energized me and recharged my batteries and think thinking like, wow, you know, like. Maybe you know this fight that I'm doing is a just fight. It is a good fight, and if it wasn't, then why are so many people willing to support? And you know, at the time yes. when we did crowdfunding, we're going through COVID, right? We're in MCO, and exactly. everyone is. And I'm so grateful to all those people that sort of put their hand in how their many, pocket. How many thousand of people uh, supported you? Do you have a number? No, no, we. I think it was about four hundred. Four hundred people donated, and we raised wow. sixty-four thousand ringgit in in a week, in one week. I, but, I, but here's the thing. Let me explain. Only people and raise yeah. up to sixty thousand. Yeah, sixty. We got sixty-four thousand four hundred. Oh my god! There's so yeah. many, many loving people out there. Yeah. and there's so many people that can relate to this situation. And I think that the the amount of people and the amount of funds that we raised in that short period of time speaks for oh. itself. Yeah. Now I'm I'm very lucky that I'm exposed to a huge audience of people, so my message yeah. could get out uh, yeah. far. So. And I think, but this is this is something that resonates with a lot of people around the world. So if anyone out there is struggling with funding for lawyers, there is no harm. You've absolutely got nothing to lose in setting up a crowdfunding. All you need to do is let go of your ego. Because here's the thing: I it took a lot of encouragement for me to set up the funding. And how the funding came about was when I lost the court of appeal. I was out of money. I didn't have the money to go to the federal court. I was beaten, beaten. I was defeated. And I was ready to give up. And then, you know, my my Instagram followers and the public were just messaging me and saying, Joey, set up crowdfunding. We want to support. And to be honest with you, my ego was getting the better of me. And I was like, no, I, I don't, I'm not going to set up crowdfunding because then I'm basically taking donations from strangers and I'm bearing out all that I'm broke and I spent all my money on this. And and after a few days, I kind of came sort of let go of my ego on, on, on the matter. I realized to myself, you know what, if I don't do this, then I don't actually have any way to move forward in my situation. So let me try it. Yeah. And let me see, you know, who knows? Maybe we might raise a hundred ringgit. Maybe we might raise a hundred thousand ringgit. Who knows? And yeah. we surprisingly we raised 64,000 ringgit, right? So it was a huge, yeah. huge, huge booster. And it helped no, I, mean, I mean, bro, I mean, when you told me that, I was, I was really shocked and of course happy. I mean, like, wow, you know, imagine there's so many caring people out there. So these are the, this is what we're going to do. Uh, Joey, one for over four months since we opened. We just we are only four months old, and we are already uh, come out paper, TV, radio, talk show, and so on. And we have received a lot, a lot of support. And the best part is this: we have uh, more and more lawyers calling me, calling Malcolm, and want to be uh, a panel. You know, a, a panel, a volunteer, and so on. So we are. We are in the midst of very tight screening process because what Fram wants to pro pro propose to the legal fraternity is that there should be a there should be a a ceiling price. You know, like 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 in any country, you have a, a benchmark of uh, professional fees of accountant auditors. You know, 
They based on yeah. a certain benchmark. So yeah. lawyers are also in a, a professional fraternity. You know, they're professional. Yeah. So so you can't be charging a dollar to a million. I think do you know what would be great with that if you could if you could create this pool of lawyers who have empathy for this situation who would yes. agree with you and say yes. Look, yes. I'm willing to form and be a part of this this uh, community of lawyers yes. who are willing to take on work uh, for a, a parent who's separated from their child at a ceiling price as you yes. mentioned right so they yes. can all make this vow that look I can't financially give I can't give that but how I can show support to this cause is by saying that, look, for your case, for a custody issue, I would not charge more than this amount and you could yeah. pay me over this period of time, which yeah. would make, you know, um, being able to pay for your legal fees somewhat yeah. easier, yes. you know? Yes, yes. So That would be ideal. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I would think, yeah. You know, it would be commendable for the, the lawyers that actually did that. And it would be great thing. It would be a great thing for any parent, be it a father or a mother, yeah. to know that, look, if they're facing this issue, that money isn't really an issue because there is this body of people out there who care about your situation, who are going to do things, not because they want to make money, yeah. but they can't do it for free because ultimately, you know, everybody needs to get, make everybody needs their rice bowl at some things, but uh -huh. if they're willing to do it at a very discounted price. Yeah. yeah. And maybe there could even be like, imagine, you know, like for instance, there could be a screening process where, mm -hmm. You know, the lawyers meet the clients and they want to make sure it's in it for the right reasons and isn't being malicious and isn't just trying to use the lawyers for free. No, they go through the screening process and see, well, look, this parent is in the right place. This is a loving parent. This is yeah. a parent that doesn't deserve me to do this work for them at this hugely discounted price to ensure that they do have a relationship. I think yeah. that would be fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, what you have gone through and, and the people who, who love and care about and empathize your situation, prove that there are, there are loving, caring people out there. So two things that we're going to do. On, on, the, on the lawyer end, like what I mentioned just now, we are trying to uh, um, screen uh, lawyers who support FRAM. Basically, they support family bonding. You know, They do not believe in separating a child from either parent, either mother or father. And, and they're willing to uh, let go of their, their boutique lawyer fee, you know, mm -hmm. the ceiling price, because everybody have to survive, have to have yeah. a living, so no problem. That is one. So if we, if we can reach a certain ceiling price where it's, it's, it's affordable, um, and at the same time, on, 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 at the same time, we will try to participate in crowdfunding. And, and fathers who are a member of FRAM are vetted, meaning a genuine case. So yeah. maybe the strangers out there who are loving will be more confident in sponsoring a father who are acknowledged by the association. Yeah, I think that's a great, great way to start. And especially if you had like, um, if you had this um, Father's Rights Association of Malaysia and crowdfunding, I don't know if you can see, now, do you know, like Instagram has allowed you to set up crowdfunding. You can actually have a crowdfunding on your actual Instagram. It's a feature oh, now okay. embedded into uh, Instagram where you can create a post and there's an option to make a crowdfunding post and they will put the details there and they'll put a link to where the, the payments could be made and stuff. This would be good for Fram to have such a thing where, 
you know, it's almost like an endorsement to say that, look, Fram is behind this father yeah. and is fighting for a good cause. And, you know, our, our pool of people and the people who we can reach out to take note, because if you would like to support a good cause, then, you know, father A or mother B or yeah. daddy C is, yeah. is, is looking for support and, and we're behind them. So, yeah, it's like you say, it's almost like a, a seal of approval. You, you are, you are, you are a celebrity. So people know you, where you're from, what's your background, and so on. And people have been following you. So they don't know, they know what's been happening for the past three years. So I think, I think you got, you got very fortunate on that sense. But how about yeah. a guy who doesn't know, who, who are not famous, who, are, who doesn't, <laughs> he's just a guy, you know? But well, with the certification or acknowledgement by the association, yeah, the public will will have will have a confidence, you know, that yeah. the guys is is not is, is doing a genuine a genuine crowdfunding, a genuine loving father who needs help, you know. And, and furthermore, the reason how we can help the lawyers who to reduce their price is because is because we we have a solution for these lawyers because see. Uh, there's a lot of administration work. Pending uh, a hearing is, is, is just time. But before that, you have to prepare so many things. But the thing is this, it's on child custody, on child maintenance. So it's almost like a format that is already there and you just have to change here and there. And if you have an internship student from UIA, UITM, you know, final year student one can, do, can do all this cleric time for you, for your legal firm, so you can minus out so many things. Yeah. So, so we, now we are we are going to talk to some of the lawyers who who want who, who come approach us anyway, and, and trying to be a, a a volunteer, and and we are trying to work this kind of mechanism with them. You know, even now Malcolm is is finding his time and making time for fathers and and accepting cases because he was only doing a corporate law. And now he's going to family law because of um, some fathers really need uh, our help. But but we can't be catering for hundreds of fathers who are coming in later, you know. So a solution yeah. is we're going to have a panel of lawyers who believe in our cause and not going to charge so much. Going to have a ceiling price of certain, certain issues. And at the same time, we're going to try to create a crowdfunding platform where we will get donors to participate in this um in this uh, campaign, you know, of, of family bonding. You know, what would also be a great idea is like, if you were to have like a, a weekly consultation time slot. So meaning that for instance, uh, on one day of the week in the evening, maybe from 8 PM to 9 PM, you know, people yeah. can log on uh, to a certain place or they can get in contact and they can get in where from say, for instance, every Wednesday from this time to this time, the, the Fram will set up uh, like what you did last time where you've got some lawyers in and everyone can get some sort of advice on their yep. current situation and on whether, yep. you know, who to turn to and what to do. Because I also, um, I also have um, um, a friend of a friend that I know, which, you know, they've gone through uh, this situation where their child was abducted and they didn't know where to turn to or, yeah 
who to what do they don't know where do I go with this? I go to the police and the police are not doing what they should do. Who do I go to? What organization? So it'd be nice if there was this body, like you say, that could be with Fran, where people can go to and know that, okay, well, look, every Wednesday there's this meeting of people who are discussing situation, yeah. sharing tips and tricks, uh, giving sort of uh, basic legal advice. Yeah. And people can turn to that to get the help that they need, whereas in, they didn't know where to turn to before, you know? Yes, yes. So, yeah, so, so uh, hence why we, we have our podcast like now, And our past podcast, we have been uh, uh, in touch and interviewed some lawyers for civil and also Sharia. We had two uh, psychologists have, have come to our podcast before. Uh, and currently comes to hangout sessions. We do have every Friday night for the past four or five months, we have hangout session among fathers. Yeah, uh, uh, so we have fathers coming in and we, we, we all, all brotherhood and fatherhood and and. And, and support each other and so on. So yeah, but you're right. Um, we're going to have more days and more sessions. Uh, hence why now we are shortlisting lawyers and psychologists because we do not want lawyers and psychologists to take advantage of the situation, especially when we have uh, uh, very depressed uh, and uh, desperate fathers who are looking for solutions, you know. So yeah, so uh, the frame and uh, and the committee, uh, we are we are now uh, receiving so many volunteer uh, requests from lawyers and also psychologists, where we are uh, screening them now. And hopefully, like what you say, we can we can have a few sessions where people can join in and and ask free questions. But at the end of the day, as I said to you, um, the solution is you still gonna you still need a lawyer. Yeah. You know, you still need a lawyer, so we will try to find the solution by having a ceiling price and also at the same time crowdfunding. You yeah, know, I think also what we need to look at is we need to look at tackling the situation before it gets to that point. Yeah, we can also like instead of like saying, okay, well, we come in when someone needs a lawyer. Okay, why not deal with it before it gets to that point? Is there? Mm -hmm. I don't know if there is or not, but is there like a mediation center or some type of organization in Malaysia that's that's um, there for mediation to help? Uh, splitting uh, married couples to yeah. at least, if you can't be together, to separate in an amicable way, yeah. which is going to ensure the stability of the well. Yeah. Of, of yeah. The I mean, I mean, I'll be, I'll be more than happy to to have Fram to be a mediator or arbitrator uh, to a couple or a parent who are going through a divorce or. Or, or frankly, not sure of getting a divorce or not, you know. So eventually, Fram will be a, a sought-after association or, or, or a place where parents can come, you know. Yeah. That's why, as I said, we want to have more and more panel of psychologists, uh, you know, uh, clinical psychologists also to, to, to be with us. So, but, but on that note, uh, prevent is better than cure, right? Exactly. So what one of the things that I was proposing, and we're going to put in the parliament a bill, inside of one of the bills, is a prenup for a couple during marriage at, the, at that moment to put a prenup where when a divorce happened, I agree to shed custody and parenting. Yeah. I agree to this. I agree to that. Then only a marriage go on. <laughs> Yeah, but that's difficult. That's difficult, Fale. And the reason yeah. that is is because 
this is the thing with family court battles. It's very, very emotional. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very emotionally driven. And when two, two parents are fighting and it's become very, very dirty, it's going to be very hard to get into that situation. What I think needs to happen is that any, 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 for instance, in the UK, we have this thing called CAFCAS. I can't remember what the abbreviation basically means, but CAFCAS is a body that you have to go through before you even get to court. Okay. And what CAFCAS is all about, CAFCAS is all about finding ways to solve the problem of separation without having to go through the court process. And they offer mediation. They offer alternative routes going into court. Now, what I think would be great is that if, let's just say, there is two people separating or two people have made an application to put into a divorce, the court should then have that application sent to a body. A body who can then look at this and say, well, right, look, let's go over to this couple. Let's meet with them. Let's see if we can get them to mediate. But also at the same time, let's explain to them the highs and the lows of going into a court battle and what the victories can be, but what also the pitfalls can be. And to be honest with you, I think that if people knew that going into it, they may be a bit more reluctant to not go down that path. Because if you know what your lays ahead of you, because I think a lot of people don't really know what sort of lays ahead of them when they're going into it. Well, uh, of course, we don't have that. Uh, organization but uh, before any couple go for court hearing they have to go for mediation in the, in the court registrar so so same goes to Sharia we have to go to court mediation and the registrar of the court will uh, explain to us uh, the high and lows you know if you go to hearing and obviously most of the time the mediation doesn't work and yeah. uh, and the couple still go to hearing but but uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good body to have when we can be a, a neutral body to listen to a couple's having problem. You know, um, yeah, we, we, uh, we, we there, I believe there are some um, couples who, who who willing to share their problems with us. And and as I mentioned to you before, I have a wife calling me and asking for advice as well. You know. Just that the father, uh, the, the husband is not willing to, to speak to us. So we have that kind of cases as well. So, so yeah, I mean, eventually Fram will evolve and we need support and, and we need ideas like what you have given. And, and, and hence, um, we believe that all our effort will, will come to a, a bigger hope and the hope will become a reality so far. But the big uh, thing could be amplified by using the media. Like, if, you know, for instance, going to the media and discussing, not necessarily discussing about just the issue of separation and fathers who are being separated from their kid or mothers who are being separated from their children. But to also highlight the issue of that, look, guys, let's not even go down the path of custody. Let's keep this out of the courts and let's, 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 you know, uh, separate amicably because here's, here's the thing. If I, if if there's one thing I've taken from this experience is this, if anyone asks me for advice, and they, someone calls me and says to me, like, hey, Joey, you know, I, I'm about to embark on a custody battle. Yeah. You know what I will say to them? You know what would be my instant response? Do whatever you can. Don't go to court. Keep it out of court. Yes. Do whatever you can yeah. to make it amicable. Yeah. And do whatever you can to separate on good terms. No matter how hard it stabs you or how hard I it hits you. I totally agree. Let go 
of your ego. I will say to you this. Yeah. When custody battles start out, they start out based on ego. You're right. You're right. Let go of the ego. Think of what's best for the child and do what's best for the child. And I'm talking about both parents. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. one or the other. It's, it's both. And yeah, yeah. We, you know, we, 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 we always encourage that when we, whenever we talk to a father, when they are in the verge or not knowing whether they want to break up or not, uh, we always tell them, look, if you need to separate, separate first, don't get divorced, you know, and try to work things out. And we have, we have one committee member, Albert, he always tells fathers to send flowers to their ex-wife and so on. And guess what? <laughs> one of our fathers did, and he got better treatment from the ex-wife. He, he started sending flowers and candies. <laughs> so I believe, I believe there's so many... There's so many ways for us to settle problem, you know. I mean, I, I told you earlier, I didn't see my daughter for four years. And one yeah, night, uh, early this year, uh, after four years, four, I missed four of her birthdays, you know. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Five years, oh my God. I missed five years of her birthdays. So, one, uh, so a few weeks after her birthday, the fifth year that I missed, she's eight now. And I told my ex-wife, I said, look, I have not been disturbing. I have rights from the court uh, that I'm supposed to get the kids every two weeks. I have not used their rights because somehow or rather the kids do not want to come back to me. I don't want to know why. I don't want to talk about it. But I just want to spend the fifth birthday with my daughter. Oh, she don't want to come and see you. Okay, fine. Can you bring her? Because four years ago, we all had... Uh, lunch and dinner together, you know, even with your boyfriend. So, and somehow after two hours of talking, she agreed. So after four years, I didn't see my daughter. I saw my daughter last February for the first time. And of course, I, I don't get the, expect. I don't have much expectation, but whatever it is, I, I met my daughter, you know. So, so now, frankly, I, I, I still have my court case in Sharia court. It's been seven and a half years. And the thing is, Joey, as I told you before, even if I win, I don't want to be the guy who's taking my kid from their parent. So we're talking about father's rights and what is right and what is wrong. Uh, it's, it's very difficult to even make any judgment. But whatever it is, I'm so sure that I don't, because she's so comfortable and, and, and complacent staying with her mother, and if I'm going to get this court order, you know, that I can take her, I don't think I want. Mm. You know, because uh, she will be definitely be devastated. Yeah, and, because she's, and, she's used to living in the new she, environment. With yeah, exactly. So that's why I told my ex that, like, look, if I'm going to cancel the court, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking uh, openly, even in this podcast. Uh, if I'm going to cancel the court, can you please take more effort to bring my kids to see me, to convince my kid that, hey, four years ago, you guys can't wait to go to your dad's house. It's your room anyway. It's your little, yeah. your four little brothers are here. I mean, bygones, by, with bygones, and, 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 and let's continue a life, you know? Because four years ago, I was okay with having lunch and dinner with my ex and her boyfriend and my two kids, you know? Yeah. So, and, and, and for your information, I'm still, for the past 12 years, seeing my ex-wife mother and buying her food every week for the past 12 years. So 
So I, I'm okay with, with her brothers and sisters, you know, and I'm okay with her cousins and so on. So, I mean, family bonding should not break or broken after a divorce. Yeah, yeah. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't come at the cost of a child's relationship with the parent because your, your relationship with your child is between you and you, your child. Exactly. Your, your ex-wife's relationship with your child is between her yeah. and the child. So, and it's the same, right? It's the same for any one person to take away that. Yeah, so, so but last I met them was in February, then MCO and everything. So last month, I, when I called my, my, my daughter and, and the first thing she said, instead of good morning, Papa, she said, have you cancelled the court order? <laughs> 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 I was like, huh? It is on a Sunday. I want, I'm expecting a hi, Papa, good morning. And you, and you suddenly become a, a PA, a secretary to your mother, and ask and remind me why I have not cancelled my court order. <laughs> well, we certainly know what the topic of conversation is on a Sunday morning at your, your exam. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I, I can't be mad. I was just laughing my guts out. And, and I told her that, look, Stop talking to me on this kind of way, and I, I will cancel soon. And and MCO just lifted, and I will do it. But but whatever it is, I'm, I managed to speak to my daughter. That's good. I turn yeah. everything into a joke. You know, it's 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 no ego, it no, no ego, no nothing. It's just conversation yeah. with your daughter. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So so back to daughter. So. So what is your plan, man? What is your plan? I mean, you got this thing now. I know you have to engage a lawyer and everything in 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 in, in Sweden, right? Denmark is Denmark. Sorry, in Denmark. So, I can't, so other I can't than really that, what else are you? What what else is your effort to 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 get her? Well, look, there's a few options. I can I can I can pursue child abduction. Yeah. Uh, which will mean that I've got to go to the courts to enforce the custody order and yeah. the fact that there was an injunction already and the mother wasn't supposed to leave and sure, sure, you know, sure. the yeah. injunction is in place. Yeah. Um, we could try to go to the police and then get the police to reach out to the Danish authorities and, and, and uh, go that path. Or I, I can just go in and make a new application for custody or an application for visitation. So those are the three options. Now, the, f- the first option is very difficult because Malaysia is not signed to the hate convention. And here's something that I want to speak about, which I find ridiculous. And this is yeah. what I'm, I'm now yeah. learning, right? Yes, yeah. Is that if my daughter was, if Malaysia was signed to the hate convention and my daughter was abducted, like she has been, the Danish government will return my daughter within two months. But because Malaysia hasn't signed to the hate convention, they don't care. It's no legal basis for child abduction unless the police go and start an extradition process yeah right now i have to question i have a problem with that because so you're telling me what 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 the the danish legal system is saying is that if a child is abducted from a non hate convention country it's not child abduction oh but if that country signed into the treaty then oh it is child abduction no, child abduction is child abduction. It doesn't matter whether it's from yeah. here, it's from space. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. from anywhere. Yeah. The fact that the child has been taken from a habitual residence and yeah. one parent has been left behind and they're deprived of their visitation and access to that child, yeah. it amounts to child abduction. And now there's this issue with the Hague Convention. So it's like, this is this is a thing. I feel, you know, it's like, why is it that the Danish family courts will only view 
my situation as a child abduction if we're signed to the hate convention or not it's ridiculous right and basically in short what i'm finding out is that in short if a danish citizen abducts their child from a non-hate convention country the danish family courts will protect that that person so basically the danish uh the danish courts in some sense if that is the case are aiding and abetting child abductors in my opinion yeah and i think i think that's ridiculous but if you're from uk or if you're from the us or you're from what some country that signed the hate convention oh yes it's child abduction you'll get your child back and guess what we'll give you full legal aid for it too oh yeah <laughs> full legal aid and, and so, do, you, do you know i mean i this, this i mean i think i think um Frem needs to take this issue with the government and why Malaysia are not participating in the hate convention. I can tell you the reason why already, bro, and it's something that's going to be a big issue and it's not going to get changed in any time soon because it goes against the religion. It goes against the fundamentals of Islam, supposedly. Now, I, I haven't researched enough to find out specifically what that is, but... The fundamentals of Islam and marriage and children in the Sharia law, the hate, what the hate convention stands for, contradicts that supposedly. So that's why uh, Malaysia hasn't signed up to it or won't won't sign into that. I see. I see. And it's it's a shame. But here's the thing. I think. But someone highlighted to me the other day. I think it was my fiance highlighted to me the other day. She said that actually Turkey, Turkey is a Muslim country and Turkey is signed to that is is part of the hate convention. Okay. Now I'm saying that loosely because I don't know. I, I'm going to have to research that. But if that is the case, Turkey being an Islamic country, then there's a precedent. They've uh, adapted this thing of signing into the Hague Convention. Then why can't other Islamic countries do it? If if one Islamic country can do it, why can't another Islamic country? Do yeah. It, you know. Yeah. Going back to what you're saying, but for me with like the the Danish stuff, so I've got three options: child abduction, make a new application for custody, or make an application for visitation. Hmm. But then the, when you uh, make that application, it will be in the Denmark court, right? Yeah, so now basically what it then becomes, it becomes a domestic case. Yeah. So what it basically means is that the three years court battle in Malaysia amounts to absolutely nothing at all. Meaning that all that money invested so you can have a relationship with your child, absolutely, it's, in fact, it's daylight robbery, if you ask me. Yeah. Right? Here's another issue. Like, what ramifications are there for a person For instance, like I've said now, I invest hundreds of thousands of ringgit into my legal uh, fees so I can have a relationship with my child. But the other parent keeps ignoring all the court orders, keep refusing me my visitation and then eventually runs away and abducts my child. Yeah. Well, what about my investment? Right. Because if I say to you, Fale, let's start a company. You put in 500,000 ringgit and then I run off with your 500,000 ringgit. You can go make a police report. I'm going to get arrested. That's a crime. So how is it not a crime when I invest 500,000 ringgit to have a relationship with my daughter and the mother has ignored all the court orders, refused me any visitation mm. and eventually has run away with my daughter. So basically my investment amounts to nothing. Now, there's no way to me for me to recover that funds or there's no ramifications for that. Yeah. That's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But we do, you did mention that Uh, the, can can the Malaysian police help you? Here's the thing. Um, it's the I've got to get what we call a recovery order from the court. Okay. And I think the recovery order will enable the police to take the necessary action 
But the process of getting Patricia back or my ex back from Denmark to Malaysia will involve extradition. And the idea of extradition is a bit iffy. So can we can we successfully do it? I don't know. I've heard stories about other countries like my my legal firm are telling me that there was a similar situation to mine where a child was abducted to Germany and they were successful in getting a recovery order and getting the child returned from from Germany. I don't know why Denmark is of the position that it is and I don't know I don't know why all the legal minds that I've tapped for advice have given me the same picture and it's pretty much that yeah okay. the, then, then the question now is why the Germany authority is responsive to Malaysian authority and yeah, why, I don't know. why Denmark it's not I, I really I really have no no idea and that's something that's I think, I think that is something that for us to explore yeah um, I think I think every country's family every country's rules and regulations and laws on, on on this issue differ a little bit and they implement things in different ways and some have some type of agreements or some type of relationship yeah um, whereas others are a bit more like no we well, ain't going to do that. Well, well I did. I did told you that I'm. Uh, we are in touch with Fathers Right Movement America now in Australia. And uh, after you told me about your case, I did some googling, and and there is, of course, a Fathers Right Movement in Denmark. Yeah. So, so definitely, uh, bro. Uh, let, let's 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 explore this, and and let's communicate with the Fathers Right Movement Denmark. And, yeah. And, yeah. And I believe they have so many advice that they can give us. If I, 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 that's what I now for me coming to you, I need to come to you for that help because what I would actually like is I'd like actually like for you to reach out to the Farmers Rights Association yeah. in Denmark yeah. on my behalf, explaining my situation and yeah. and, and asking if there is anything that the Farmers Rights Association in Denmark can sort of do. Yeah, yeah. To- that's why I set up this association. I mean, Jason, our our brother, Jason, Jason have created a, a nice bill and submitted. To Parliament for shared yeah. custody, and what what Jason's doing is amazing, and, 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 and he didn't get much uh, and, um, feedback because maybe he's just one father is trying to do something. So yeah. what Jason is giving us now, and Jason is part of us, of course. So so Jason gave us the, those uh, paper that he submitted to Parliament, where we are trying to improvise every single angle and add on many many more things. And uh, I myself have, have 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 met the the, the Ministry of uh, Law and Parliament, and uh, show our interest to um, to, uh, to to pass a bill, you know. And we have even the Deputy Minister of uh, Parliament and Law talking about five divorce in an hour in Malaysia now. So so uh, for the past two three weeks. Uh, Fram has been here and there, and we have um, uh, sparked many moments and many issues about uh, shared parenting and custody, and what's happening with the with the whole situation of uh, of of fathers' rights. So, so yeah, we we are there. We we are here. We are here to stay. And um, yes, bro, we will be communicating with fathers' rights Denmark, and we will we will, we will call <laughs> them on your behalf. We are all bros. And we will let, let let's do it. Let's do it immediately. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it very much, and it's a pleasure to be a part of this group as well. And uh, yeah, you know, if I can 
if there's anything I can do, any type of um, advice or anything I can share that might help uh, another for now, parent. For now, I just want you to share one message if your daughter sees this podcast. What is your <laughs> message to your daughter? Uh, well, it, the message to my daughter, if she was to see this, first and foremost would have to be, you know, my dear little Sophia, I have missed you and missed you so much. I'm very fortunate that uh, we have Instagram now and I get to see her grow via Instagram. And it's bittersweet because as much as I love seeing her grow, it also aches my heart that I can't be with her and, you know, experiencing all the things that she's experiencing on her journey through childhood. And um, I just want her to know that I'm so proud of her. Um, I think she's the proudest thing that I have in my life. And I, I'm, I know that there are great things in store for her, for her future. And I will always be there and I will always be a part of her life be it physically or, or, or spiritually. And, um, you know, we've, we've both got great days to look forward to. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, you know, and to summarize all of that with the one thing, which is very cliche, but it's very obvious. And daddy loves you more than anything in the world. That's it. Yeah. Well, what, what are you going to do to her when you, when you meet her? I'm going to squeeze the life out of her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know, it's going to, because, because, you know, I raised my daughter till she was two and she was yeah. she had a bald head and she was saying dada and barely How, how old is Sophia there behind there, behind you? The picture that you choose for today, for tonight. Yeah, how old is she there? I do you know you know why I chose this picture? Because she's so cheeky. My daughter's such a cheeky little girl. I love her for Peter. She's 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 got such funny, cheeky um, personality and, yeah, and, and I, can, yeah, everybody can see that. Everybody can see that. But in this picture, she, I think she was about four. She was okay. maybe four. Yeah, yeah. Early four, I think she was at this point. And nice. she, this is obviously, this is a picture that her mum's put up and I've screenshot it. And, uh, ah, nice, and, nice. Yeah. Bro, <laughs> bro when, when, see, you, whatever it is, your three-year journey have concluded with a, with a magnificent great news that you got, uh, in a matter of Malaysian law, you, got, you are the full right custody of your Indeed. child. Okay, of, yeah. of Sophia. Yeah. Uh, that is one big hurdle that you have accomplished. That is the biggest hurdle. In fact, on this whole part, this, this marathon that we're running, that's been the only hurdle, the biggest obstacle of all. Yeah. You know? And now everything is sort of smoother sailing with a bit of wind resistance. Yeah. But the biggest hurdle has been passed. Yeah. Correct? And I'm so thankful. And before we go any further, I have to thank Lee Kim and Lowen Partners. Guys, if anyone watching this, I highly recommend the, the legal firm, Loan Partners, and specifically Lee Kim. So thank you very much for that. Cool, cool. So the next step is Father's Right Movement will be communicating with Father's Right Movement Denmark. I, I look forward to that, man. I appreciate okay. that. Bro, Father's Right Movement around the world has been around since the 80s, you know? So uh, Malaysia is four months old, and yet we have done so much. And uh, we believe that um, all fathers' right movement around the world are brothers. You know, we are already in touch with four countries. You know, uh, right. uh, I, and Denmark will be the next one, definitely. You know, and I believe um, there are many lonely, silo mindset fathers who are trying to battle his own case is still out there. Yeah. No, there are lots. There are lots because, because you know, men don't talk, you know. 
so so i always um have more and more podcasts more and more uh exposure for friends so that fathers can come to us and and tell us their story and you never know you know you never know that we we might be able to help them and once Indeed. we help a father and we 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 share the the the, the moment of 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 joyfulness and and happiness other fathers can see hope yeah and i think to add to that i think that yes fathers should reach out because having a support system of people that can sort of understand what you're going through does make this this journey a whole lot more uh bearable to go through and um yeah i think first time fathers or even mothers in this situation shouldn't worry because there are many many people who are in a similar situation and there are many people who you can bond with and um share experiences and relate to and you know first and foremost get in touch with the fathers rights association of malaysia and um start your journey from there i think you know thanks man so uh, soon soon maybe uh, very soon you will be the host for this podcast also and have and have more guests <laughs> I'm looking forward to it actually we'll yeah, we'll yeah, line up yeah. some things and we'll get some great content and um Oh yeah yeah and then you you you're good in Instagram and maybe Fram Instagram can be hosted by you live <laughs> yeah, yeah definitely maybe what what we need to do is we set up a Fram TV or something like yes, that you know? uh, Yes yes I mean I need all the advice from you it's your world you know so Fram we need TV to reach go around to everybody yeah, I think what we can do is we can go around and not necessarily just talk about fathers or mothers who are separated from their children but also highlight mothers and fathers who are doing great jobs and it would be great to see get the perspective not just from a father who is lost out or a mother who's lost out but from yeah. a couple who are still strongly in love together who are doing amazing exactly, job exactly 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 you know it's great to hear Yeah, uh, I mean, I got I got moms calling me. Hey, you are doing a great job, and and she is happily married. I got fathers who also call me, and they are happily married, and 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 they just support Fram because of our cause, and our cause is family bonding. In fact, yeah. some of our posts in our Facebook, I post parenting type parenting tips. You know, yeah, yeah. and it's, it's not just about rights, who win, who loses. Nobody yeah. wins. Nobody loses. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's your responsibility as a parent. I always tell a couple, you want to get separated, you want to get divorced, up to you. But once you're a parent, you're a parent till you die. Yeah. Can't, you can't I break do. that bond. Can't break that bond. Yeah. So, so with that, uh, Joey, thank you so much for your time. It's been it's been wonderful talking to you thank you much valley i really really appreciate it. and i also want to just commend you on the, the amazing job that you're doing and i know you've been through your struggles yourself and you know i think your strength and your courage and your resilience shows in the work that you're doing with fram and i wish you nothing but great success going forward and uh, i wish you to have the the most amazing relationship with your children and you've got my full support i'm fully behind you and if at any point you ever need me for anything i'm just a phone call away as you know and we're going to get working on that podcast it's going to be so cool Looking it's going to be so cool you know you're going to be so cool so so thank you joey so guys uh thank you for listening and uh staying with us and please do like our facebook and uh and and please share please share this podcast everywhere so with that Uh good evening everyone and thank you. Good night guys.